You're now listening to the Let's Talk About Life podcast, brought to you by Don't Settle, with your host, Harrison King. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Let's Talk About Life podcast. My name is Harrison King, and we're talking about life, obviously, uh, here, and and I haven't talked about, you know, my personal life, and, and that's not what, really what we're getting into today, but I want to share a little bit about myself and why I'm getting into this topic today, because uh, you, you might not know much about me, and I want to I wanna kind of let you in. I, I've always been somebody who thinks really big um, and, and dreams really big, like things that seem impossible, that you can't do it. That's the stuff I like to think about. It's just the way my brain's wired. And, you know, of course, it doesn't make me better, worse, or, or whatever than anybody else. Everybody's different. Everybody thinks different. Me, that's how my brain operates. And that's that's how I think. Why am I telling you that? Well, I uh, this this podcast today, we're going to talk about dreaming big and large like that. And, and I'm getting into it because of uh, personal experiences and, and things that I, I've had and, and things I've seen and I want to just discuss. So, you know, society has, has created this, this space for us and, and it's telling us what to do, right? That's, that's kind of how it works. It's like, you know, we've created a guideline of this is how you're supposed to live. You know, you, f- you finish school, you go to school, you, uh, you go off to, university, you know, you get a degree, you get a job, you start a family, blah, 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 you retire, you know, the the standard thing, you know how it works. Um, and, and things are starting to change nowadays. But in general, that's what a lot of people believe still and feel like they have to do because that's how we've been conditioned. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's how it is, right? But what I'm trying to say is that we've been conditioned through society to think certain ways and believe certain things and be realistic because we know something that works. And the way my brain works is the opposite of that. I like to say personally, yeah, that's that's the way we've always done it. So let's do it a different way. Maybe not let's, maybe me. I want to do it a different way. I want to do something that's crazy, that that it's maybe not possible. I want to think that I can do it. Maybe I can't do it. But I want to think that I can. And that's how my brain works. You know, but what what does this mean? You know, what does this have to do with the podcast? Well, I'm talking about dreaming big. And by that, I mean, like, you know, not sleeping, like dreaming in that sense. I'm talking about goals, about um, not necessarily like fantasizing because it can be created into a real thing. But like thinking about Things that you want to happen that you wish, maybe wish could happen, or you, yeah, goals, dreams, that kind of stuff. And why I want to talk about this is because I found um, that when you when you think like that and you kind of go against the norm a little bit, at least in our society, you're oftentimes met with what I like to call realism. Um, people thinking realistically. And and that's really important. I don't want I don't want you to get me wrong. Uh, it's extremely important to you know be analytical and see things from that point of view as well. But being too realistic sometimes, especially when somebody is really thinking outside the box and they're going, you know what, this maybe is impossible, but I want to believe I can do it. And even if I fail, I'm going to get closer to that goal. I'm going to be way farther along than I am right now if I think realistically. So you, maybe you bring up a goal you know, a dream with somebody, some crazy idea. 
that maybe, if you think about it, isn't realistic. It's never going to happen, maybe. But you don't want to think like that. You want to believe that it can happen because it's never going to happen if you don't believe it's going to happen. So you do that. You approach somebody, you know, it's a friend, it's a family member, it's whoever. And and you're sharing and you're saying, this is what I want to do. I'm going to make this happen. And you want to be met with, you know, that excitement, that energy to support you, to make you, you know, get there and 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 excite you, motivate you, inspire you to keep believing that. And because of the way society works and way we've kind of been conditioned in general, oftentimes you're met with this realism and it's people going, no, 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 think about it. You can't do that. That's not how it works. You have to be realistic. Think about all the, all the implications of this, all these things you'd have to do, all of this, you know, and, and it, it does the complete opposite. It doesn't motivate you. It brings you down. It makes you go, I don't want to think big anymore because I can't do anything. But the thing about it, like I'm saying, is that if you're thinking big, you know, you're really believing in something that is maybe actually impossible. But if you're believing you can do it and you work towards it and you think that it'll happen, you will get so much closer to that than you are right now if you give in to what those other people are telling you. And this is something that celebrities and people have talked about for years, right? And you see it all over and uh, I had, you know, I'm super successful, blah, 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 doing this now. And a long time ago, all my teachers said I sucked. I wasn't smart, right? Well, you see it happen because those people, they believed and they knew what they had inside them. And maybe if they didn't, somebody else did. And it's been talked about a lot, but I just wanted to mention it because it's a challenging thing. So if you're somebody that does dream really big, or if you're on the other side of the spectrum where you don't, be cautious of that because you want to make sure that you continue to dream big. And if you're on the other side of the spectrum, let other people dream big. And maybe you're, you yourself start doing it because there's no really, there's no really return for you for bringing somebody else, you know, down to being realistic because they can do that themselves. Um, and of course, this is not at all an attack. I'm not trying to vent my own problems. <laughs> Out here, I'm. I just wanted to discuss this, and and I wanted to give you a little bit of a, um, you know, something before I kind of get into some facts here, so you know where I'm coming from. Um, and and speaking of that, in my own life, I've noticed that dreaming can have a profound impact on on whatever you're doing. And here are some actual things to back that up. So, you know, how does dreaming affect your mindset, your your behavior, just life in general? How does it how does it change that? Imagining yourself in certain situations, doing things you're fond of actually has profound impacts uh, on the brain. For instance, just imagining yourself playing piano can strengthen neural connections to the fingers, even with no previous instruction on the instrument. So you've never played piano before, but you believe in your brain that you are the next Mozart, right? You're ne- you're the next you're the next Beethoven, you're whoever. You are incredible on the piano. You don't have to be incredible. You just believe you can play or that you are able to do it. And you're thinking about it in your brain, your brain is going to start to connect like your neural pathways, those connections to your fingers and start to strengthen them. Even though you've never been taught, you maybe have never touched a piano before. That's just the power of your mind. So you can change things like that, like that physically, but also dreaming and reality actually flow inversely to one another in the brain. Um, so visual information that the brain receives flows from, 
through the brain's occipital lobe and into the parietal lobe, whereas imagined information flows in the opposite direction. Yes, that's a little confusing. Let me break it down. Um, so visual information, things you're, you're seeing, right? Real life things goes one way and things you're imagining goes the other. It's connected, right? So things in your brain that you're imagining are just as real as things you're seeing around you. Um, maybe not specifically in that sense, but it's connected in your brain. Uh, and, and as a result, the brain is still formulating images in both scenarios, regardless of if it's actually happening externally or not. So there's not really a difference between your imagination and what's happening around you, you know, in a very, 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 very simple sense. Um, and, and the other thing about dreaming is that it gives you purpose. You know, chances are if you're envisioning yourself doing something that makes you happy, you're more likely to actively put time and energy into that thing. And and it gives you something, you know, to live for. And having purpose has tremendous health benefits, actually. Um, so you're, you're, you're believing, you're dreaming. It gives you a sense of purpose. And, and having a sense of purpose affects you physically in a great way. So the Rush University in Chicago did a study that suggested a 50% less cognitive decline in elderly elderly patients with a positive sense of purpose in their life. So we're talking about Alzheimer's and and, and dementia and things like that. 50% less cognitive decline when you have been having a sense of purpose. And how do you get that? Sometimes by dreaming about stuff. So, I mean, if that's not, that, that doesn't, impact you. I, I'm not sure what will. That's a pretty crazy thing. Um, there's another study here that the University of Michigan did. And, and they said that a positive sense of purpose could cause a 22% reduced risk in clinical strokes. So like we're saying the connection there, dreaming brings you to having a purpose. You know, you believe in yourself and it can actually uh, affect you in a good way physically. But, you know, what happens to the mind or the body, you know, when, when you believe something is real, but it isn't, you know what that's called, right? They use it in, 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 in studies and science all the time, the placebo effect, right? You've heard of that. Um, when, when they give you a pill, that's you know, not actually the medication, but your body sometimes reacts and, and fixes itself in the way it's supposed to, if you had the real pill, right? Um, so this thing's, you know, like, like this, where you're, where you're thinking things into existence, whether it's true or not, it's based on an idea called manifestation, which I'm sure you sure you have heard of. Um, and basically, if you know someone wants something to come true uh, bad enough, it's possible to manifest it into existence, make it happen, just through intense focus and the primal need to achieve the obsession, the thing that they're you know obsessed with in a way uh, that they want. Um, you can make it happen through manifestation has been proven, right? So um, the other thing is that the placebo effect isn't always just, it just happens. You can put yourself in a, in a position to make it happen, engaging in the ritual of healthy living, you know, eating right, exercising, yoga, quality, social time, meditation, all that stuff. It probably provides uh, some of the key ingredients of a placebo effect. So if you're taking care of yourself and then doing these things, you can make anything happen. And that's why it's so important to take care of your body, you know, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, all of that. Um, and the thing is that the placebo effect is more than positive thinking. Believing a treatment or procedure will work, right? It's more than that. 
Um, it's about creating a stronger connection between the brain and body and how they work together. Uh, and that was Professor Ted Kapchuk said that. He's a Harvard-affiliated um, you know, professor. And he uh, he's saying that it's not exactly you just positively thinking something's going to happen, right? It's It's through doing that, it actually creates a connection between the brain and body and how they work together because it's all supposed to work together really well. So you believing stuff and, and, and dreaming big about things like that is a good thing in so many ways. And the more you do it, like anything, it's saying there it's going to strengthen that connection and, and, and you can make things happen. Isn't that amazing? I think it's incredible. You can make things happen. I mean... It's it's happening all over. You've heard all kinds of stories about people doing that. Um, and it's not always just you believing. It's what you tell yourself out loud, right? It's it's that, that speech, that inner dialogue, and that outer dialogue, and what you're saying to other people, and what other people are saying to you. And that's why I want to talk about this being, you know, kind of shut down with this realism because you got to be talking about, if you're doing this this dreaming, it's amazing, it's important. We've I said the benefits of it. You got to be talking a certain way. Why, though? Well, you know, the use of certain language can affect a lot of different things and how you perceive things. The way in which phrases are structured and word choices are selected make a profound difference in the way people perceive linguistic information. So, according to Psychology Today, for centuries, people thought that words were just labels for objects. And that different languages merely attach different strings of sounds to things or more accurately to concepts, right? Just, you know, saying a word and this means light, you know, this means ball. Um, but basically now it's suggesting that the world might actually be perceived differently by people speaking different languages. You might actually be experiencing, perceiving the world in a different way. I'm speaking in English and somebody speaking in an entirely different language might be perceiving the world in a different way because of the language they're using. See, different languages focus the attention of their speakers on different aspects of the environment. Languages do not limit our ability to perceive the world or to think about the world, but they focus our perception, attention, and thoughts on specific aspects of the world. So you're not perceiving, so to speak, it differently, but you're focusing on different parts, which in turn you know, makes you perceive it kind of in a different way, but you're actually taking in the same thing, obviously. You're like, it's not, I'm not saying that me as an English-speaking person am experiencing the world in a complete, like, I'm seeing everything differently than somebody that speaks, let's say, Spanish. No, but we're focusing on different parts. We're, we're perceiving different things because we're focusing our attention on different things based on how we talk. So a Stanford psychology professor found that in an Australian Aboriginal community, they won't refer to an object as, you know, this is on my left, this is on my right, but rather as northeast or southwest, you know, with directions. Um, and as a result of this constant linguistic training, speakers of such languages are remarkably good at staying oriented and keeping track of where they are, even in unfamiliar landscapes. Um so, you know, these people, if, if you just put them in the forest, they actually would know which way is north, which way is west, you know, because that's where they focus their attention and they perceive that. Anybody could do that, but that's what they've been focusing on. You can do different things based on what you're 
telling yourself with language. And that's why it's so important to use the right language and to dream out loud with others and not be shut down and, and, and be told, you know, that things are, are bad or that you can't do it or things, you know, like that. Like it's not possible because if you talk to other people about it being possible and things like this, you'll start to perceive the world in a different way and different things can happen. You can do different things if you're talking about it in a different way, right? And, and here's another thing. So a 1954 study found that Zuni speakers who don't differentiate between orange and yellow have trouble telling them apart. Uh, but Russian speakers, on the other hand, have separate words for light blue and dark blue. And, and they can tell them apart more easily. But the other speakers who didn't have different words for yellow and orange have more of a, you know, difficult time telling them apart. They're seeing the same things. The Russian speakers, the Zuni speakers, they're seeing the same things, but they can differentiate between what they're seeing better or worse than the others because of the language they're telling themselves. So that's, that's, you know, again, what does this, why does this have to do with dreaming big? Well, if you're using the language to, you know, talk about these things you're doing out loud and you're talking as though it's happening, it's real. You've already, you're already there. You're not there. Maybe, maybe it's, maybe it's a monetary goal. You're telling yourself you have a million dollars. You don't. Maybe you have $4 in your bank account right now, but you're telling yourself you have a million. One day you will because you believe that and it's, you're manifesting it, first of all, into existence, right? It's, it's changing other aspects of your life. You're actually on, more on track with your health because you have a sense of purpose like that. Um, but also, you're able to see things differently and differentiate between the world and, and perceive it differently because of the way you're talking to yourself and you're talking to others. And that's why it's so important to do that. And, and again, I'm talking about being kind of shut down with this realism when people are telling you the opposite, you know, that you can't do it. It's not possible. That's never going to happen. Come on, be realistic. There's all these, you know, different obstacles in the way you'll never get it done. Like it's really challenging. Come on, be realistic. Do you think you can actually do that? Then that's what you start to focus on. That changes your perception of the world. And that's why it's important to use the right language, talking with the right people about those things. And now I'm talking about, you know, kind of shutting people down. Why, why do we as humans not want others to succeed? Right? Because if we want, if we say, well, we want people to succeed, well, well, why don't we show it? Why doesn't it, why, why don't we help others succeed all the time instead of doing things like that and shutting them down going, no, let's be more realistic. You're never going to do that exactly how you want. You got to be approached another way or something like that, right? Well, you know, the reason people don't want others to succeed is because it makes them feel worse about their own misfortunes in life, right? If somebody else is doing well, it makes you feel bad about well, I didn't do it. And we all want to be on the equal playing field. We don't want, you know, even if you believe that you do, I mean, deep down, we we don't want to be worse than someone, quote unquote worse, right? Um, There's actually a way of thinking known as the crab mentality, which draws parallels between people not wanting others to succeed and crabs in a bucket, right? Hear me out. <laughs> when crabs are trapped in a bucket, they will claw, claw at each other as they try to escape. Uh... And, and as they do that, they knock each other down to the bottom, thus allowing no crabs to escape. 
people tend to be similar, not letting others succeed and ultimately clawing them back to the position they're currently in. So nobody can get ahead if everybody's bringing each other down. That's why we're doing it. Um, but that doesn't mean it's right, obviously. Um, and it's often fueled by jealousy and, you know, a basic reaction to the survival instinct of others, other individuals climbing a hierarchy, you know, even as a, I guess you want to say an animalistic type thing. There's a hierarchy and, and we don't want to be on the lower end of that. And an easy way to do that is to bring somebody down and not support them in that way. But that doesn't mean that's what you should be doing. So what language and actions and, you know, what what things should we be doing then to support people? Because we don't want to do that. If you're listening to this podcast, you don't want to be doing that, right? And and maybe maybe if you feel like you are, you're here to grow and to learn and and I'm sure that you're you're going to work on it. Everybody's working on it. I'm working on it, right? Everybody's working on it. Well, using positive reinforcement is always important when supporting people, of course, right? But limiting it um, as to not let them think something they're not or let them settle at me- mediocrity. So, you know, it's important to tell people they can do it is all we're trying to say. Like, even sometimes, I'm talking about the language... <laughs> Even if you know somebody and you think that it's actually not possible for them personally to do it, you don't need to, you don't need to do that. You're going to, they're going to lose more by you saying that than if you're just to support them and you go, you know, if you start to maybe dream that maybe they can do it. If they think they can do it, maybe they can do it. Support them. That's what we need. Don't bring other people down. Support them, right? Uh, it's, I mean, it's also important to be realistic, yes, uh, but not entirely crush people's dreams is all I'm trying to get at here. Because it's important to use constructive criticism as a tool to help people improve themselves and their work so they can be successful, uh, but not shoot them down and feel unworthy of their goals and aspirations. Give them some, maybe some criticism. Is, it's good. But don't just completely boycott the whole idea or whatever they're telling you or, um, you know, things like that. Because... Y- that's not going to give you the result that they want or what you want. And I mean, there's some tips here to help you make, you know, constructive criticism more effective. And and uh, it's, you know, pairing good and, and bad feedback to not discourage the individual. So instead of just saying, okay, we're being realistic. You want to you wanna be an astronaut, something like that. You know, it's challenging. It's completely plausible, but it's it's challenging. And lots of people may say, oh, that's a lot of work. It's a lot of time. I don't know if you want to do that. You might want to try to find something that's easier. You know, good, pair some good feedback and some bad feedback with that because you don't want to discourage the person. Uh, also focus on the situation, not on the person. Now, this is a challenging one because sometimes the situation is so big that if you're focusing on that, it's going to it's going to end up neg- negatively impacting the person too, but don't don't focus on the person and their flaws. Focus on the situation and work with them, right? Not against them. You can be specific and concise with your feedback. It doesn't have to be you know long and drawn on. Comment on things that are actionable and realistic to change in the given moment. Now, that doesn't mean realistically telling them that yeah, doesn't mean telling them that realistically their goal is impossible. It's like, okay, at this very moment, what can you do to get there? Right? You're believing that you can do it. Well, what in this very moment can you realistically do to get to that point? 
right? Switch it. If you want to focus on the realism, completely fine. Then focus on what can, you know, we figure out to do in this very moment to get you where you want to go, right? Uh, you know, giving recommendations on how to improve is important. And don't make assumptions of someone's personal situation or what they're going through or why they want to do that, right? These are all basic things that I'm sure lots of us are aware of, but I just wanted to really highlight the fact that dreaming big is crucial in life, especially to achieving new things and to growing. And and it's it's so important to breaking the boundary breaking the boundary of like our comfort zone of what we as a society do normally of changing the normal the quote unquote normal right changing that pushing it um to do that we need to think outside the box we got to we got to dream big and as humans we have to support each other in in thinking like that in dreaming like that and make sure that we're doing it and using the right language because, as we know, that'll change your perception of what's going on around you and how you're seeing things. And if you think it's possible, it'll change if you're talking in a different way. So that's about that's about all I really wanted to discuss because, yeah, you know, this is a very broad topic and we could talk about it for a long time. But I, I just wanted to kind of plant the seed in your brain to think about, you know, first of all, are you dreaming big in your life? And if you're not, don't think you're doing enough of it, make it a priority. It's extremely important and it's going to help benefit you physically and mentally and, and all these different ways. It's going to help your health and, and give you a sense of purpose. And you can end up in the end accomplishing amazing things because just because you're believing it. And, and, and secondly, I wanted to touch on that if you're maybe somebody that doesn't do that as much, of course, try it out. But if you have somebody that's coming to you, or there's other people and you notice around them, they got a big idea, something like that. Don't shut it down, right? There's no need to shut it down. Think about how you can help them. Maybe in this current moment, be realistic if you want to use that way of thinking. Uh, how can we get you there? But we got to support each other in dreaming big and thinking big and aiming for things that we can't do. Because if we continue to aim, everybody... If we all continue to aim for things that are actually maybe seem impossible, we start to slowly get closer to doing those things and one day they will be possible. And and then that will be the base of normal and then we can continue to achieve more and we'll be that much farther ahead personally as a, as a society, as a community, as a human race. We got to push ourselves. We got to grow and we got to think big. And that's why it's so important. And if you want to do that, you're definitely in the right place because, uh, as you know, this podcast is brought to you by Don't Settle, which is a which is a platform fostering personal growth and 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 exactly that thinking big and focusing on your health, all aspects of the of your health and and personal growth and making yourself a better person. Um, because that's really what we want to do, right? Everybody wants to do that. So if you haven't checked out the website, go check it out: www.dontsettle. Don't settle official.ca and uh, make sure you're, you know, subscribe to the podcast. You check it out. Um, there will be new stuff coming soon uh, and some new talks with people. That's the, that's the goal. We're going to, we're going to have some good conversations with others. Maybe not necessarily about a talk, topic. We're just going to talk about life because that's what this is all about. Um, and I've got some big goals for this. I'm dreaming big about the podcast because 
Of course, we just talked about it. It's important. Um, but I'm just so grateful for you listening today, taking some time out of your day. I hope your day is going wonderfully. If it's not, you can turn it around. I know it. It's going to be awesome to finish it off. And uh, just remember to keep loving life and we'll chat with you next week. If you're interested in more content like this, go check out our website at don'tsettleofficial.ca. We're dedicated to providing resources, information, and content designed to assist you on your journey of personal growth, and most of all, to help you live life to the fullest. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll chat with you next time.